we have been talking the police wait times and in general the malaise within frontline um, police force because of so many different reasons. The 1800 police that were promised never eventuated. There seems to be a don't police order, which is probably overstating it, but when you're not allowed to pursue, when you are told to just follow gang members as they travel to Tangi and direct contravention of laws and mandates and orders that have been put in place when everybody else is playing by the rules, when the courts are taking the criminals you are allowed to catch and recycling them back into the community because it makes oh makes the prison population figures going down look good, then it must be dispiriting. New figures show police response times have more than doubled since 2017. And National's police spokesperson Mark Mitchell, Mark Mitchell says this is a shameful re- reflection of the government's political grandstanding. Mark Mitchell, the National Police spokesperson, joins me now. Very good morning to you, Mark. Hey, good morning, Kiri. I think you just probably did a much better job than I did of summarising exactly what that's happening at the moment. There's a perfect storm out there, and and, and our police officers on the front line are the ones that are, sore bearing, uh, that are bearing the brunt of it. What would fix this? Pardon? What well, would we, is there a so, one fix? I mean, it just so, seems to be like yeah. when you look at Poto Williams, who says that mm-hmm. you know that response times are are an operational police matter and not something she should be over. You want to be the next uh, police minister? Would you be yeah. all over operational times? Um, well, I'd be making sure that the commissioner was um, fully supported and was also aware of what our priorities were as a government and where yeah. we wanted to focus. And of course. That would have been making sure there was a proper plan in place to deal with 501s yep. when they started arriving in New Zealand, not allowing them to become as big, as strong in terms of numbers. Um, you know, that they, they've introduced a whole different level of violence, organisation and funding into the country. And um, unfortunately, we've now we're way behind on that. And it's a it's going to take a big, big um, you know effort and focus to try and get back on top of it again. Um, but that can be done, and we have a world-class police force that's actually capable of doing it. So starting from the top, Kerry, yeah. very weak political leadership with Poto Williams, and she's inside a soft-on-crime Labour cabinet. And the reality of it is, you alluded to prisoners. I mean, you know, the prison muster is reduced by 4,000. Now, you can't tell me that those 4,000 that are back out on the street now, that they were all ready to integrate and come back and rejoin society. They're not. They're back out there. They're, they're joining. The, they're back in the gangs. They're back out committing violent crime. Then you've got the police trying to um, deal with a tsunami of juvenile offending. Yeah. Well, there were five ram raids overnight in Auckland uh, last night. Um, there's ram raids with shopkeepers. Retail crime is up 31%. Uh, violent robberies are taking place every week. Um, you, you, the police are having to deal with gangs that are well-armed and uh, are willing to use firearms. Um, you know, and so you've got you've you've almost got a perfect storm. So if I was police commissioner, if I was police minister, I'd be bringing Andy Costa and I'd be saying, what can be done right now in the short term to support and reinforce our front line? And that might be reassigning staff off day duties back onto the front line to actually support them because the anecdotal information that I get is that they are under enormous strain and they just don't have the numbers and they just can't get to the jobs. Of course, they're not being supported properly by the judiciary. So offenders that they're, that they're catching and locking up on a Thursday are back out reoffending on a Friday and Saturday. Oh. Um, so that needs to be looked at and addressed. Um, so th- there's a whole raft of things that can be done. I- I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to be critical of our police service at yeah. all. I watched them come, deploy to Wellington. I, I was extremely proud of the way that they handled that. Um, I've still got a lot of friends that are serving, right from deputy commissioner down to 
frontline uh, police dog handlers, and um, and they are doing the best that they can with what they've got. But they have been asked at the moment they've been asked to do too much, and uh, and they need a government that actually needs to take a really firm position behind them and support them, and they need a minister that's actually going to get behind them as well, and that is sorely lacking at the moment. It really, really is. Um, Act have said that they would increase the number of police recruits according to the population increase that they would keep um, they would keep measures with that is that something you would support yeah I, I think that's a good approach so we yeah. would look at something like that and um, Chris Carhill from the police association has also come out and said look that's a good indicator in terms of how we keep a constant stream of, of newly trained deployed police officers um, you know, coming out from the police college. So, you know, they've come out with a big promise of 1,800 police. They've yeah. completely, totally undelivered on that. We've got 1,200. They should have been delivered uh, June last year. They're now saying June 2023. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at even the crime control unit, which this is the front line of actually getting out and targeting the gangs through electronic operations and, and, and um, execution of warrants and things like that, there were 13 delivered in the last 12 months. So they're just not getting the support that they need. And um, I met with my local district commander the other day. I value that relationship and area commander, so I'm not going to speak too much about that, but I made it very clear in that meeting that I didn't feel like the priorities were in the right place. See, I wonder if Poto Williams would know that there had been five ram raids overnight. I don't think so. Well, she's not across the portfolio. In fact, to be honest with you, she's she's come to Parliament because she's passionate about something, like most parliamentarians. But it's certainly not the police, and um, she's not across the portfolio. The police officers themselves sense that there's a, a, a you know a large degree of disinterest. Um, she came out and was quite critical of them in the first month or a couple of months of actually becoming minister. And normally, frontline police officers really aren't that interested in politicians or what's happening in Wellington. But I can tell you this: they are very aware that they've got a very weak police minister in place at the moment. I thank you, as always, for your time, Mark Mitchell, the National Police spokesperson. News Talk ZB, it's 10.30.